guess, burnout being in front of the computer. Uh, are you going to leave that there? Because I won't be able to see. Okay, I'm going to unmute us, okay? Hey, everyone on Zoom. Good to see you guys. Hello, hello. Do you want to make him someone else? Uh... Hey, Michael, if I make you an admin, would uh, would you be willing to admit people? <laughs> Yeah, because it's it, a little challenging for me to keep up with that. And uh, I mean, we don't have that many people coming on, but uh, <laughs> still a little challenging. I usually get distracted. <laughs> hey, Dawn, glad to have you on with us. Hey, Cindy. <laughs> hello, hello. Hi, All right. <laughs> Hello, Cindy. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes, yes we, we can, can hear you. Yeah. Where are you from, Don? No, 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 Virginia. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Do you know... Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I, you didn't have a last name on there, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I talked, I talked to, Nicholas to Nicholas on the phone, phone but I've never, never met him in person. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, we love Nicholas. He's uh, awesome, helping us a lot. <laughs> should it be coming up? Uh, it should be coming up, yes. Is it coming up? Actually, we may have a... I don't think I changed anything for that, so it should be fine. But let me double check. Oh, there it is. Okay. Okay. Good, because I didn't know what the problem would be. <laughs> All right, well, we should be going live here in just a second. All right, so I think we're going to go ahead and get started. Ready? Uh, I'm going to I'm just going to play the intro, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. All right, we'll play the intro and then we'll get started. <laughs> Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the kingdom age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website at kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right, welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks and our Open Ecclesia. Uh, there's been a lot going on this week. It really has. A lot of prophetic words coming out from uh, leaders and and anyway, we'll, we'll get into some of that as we get going, but uh, just wanted to say hi to everybody. Hi to everybody on Zoom. Actually, I'm going to do another setting here. There we go. Um, we're, we're excited to have all of you on. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, we encourage you to go ahead and come on over to Zoom, and that number is in our Facebook account. If you look at that, it's got the Zoom number there. It's um, 
I could give it to you, but you probably wouldn't remember it unless some of you are geniuses. So I'll go ahead and give it in case you are a genius. It's 246-888-7777. That's our Zoom number if you want to join us. And we say welcome to Dana and to Teresa already on YouTube and hopefully some others momentarily. Yeah, so share it, get the word out. Uh, actually, this this teaching is another one that I feel is really near and dear and powerful that we need to get tonight. Um, we did share it with another group earlier. Yeah, Go ahead. With Heather Rayner's group um, this past week and really had an amazing time, some great conversation. And we thought, hey, we'll just share it tonight as well. All right. So uh, anybody got anything they really ha want to share, a testimony or anything, just really burning? Any anybody? Not yet? All right. We'll give you a testimony here in a little bit. <laughs> All right. So, Adina, go ahead. So, most of you who have been with us for a while, this is not anything new to you, but really looking at the perspective of the tree of life and the tree of knowledge. Now, what, we're, what we were sharing with Heather's uh, group had to do with the priesthood. That was the topic they had given us, which, if you know us, that isn't uh, one of our strong suits that we talk about frequently. And so we just started off looking at the tree of life versus the tree of knowledge, particularly in reference to the priesthood. There's a lot of different teachings out yes. there on it. Yeah. So different approaches coming together to form a beautiful whole. That's how we see it under the tree of life. Uh, diversity in thoughts expands our thinking and we put relationship first. Again, under the tree of knowledge, it's one way only. It's conformity to that one way and it's knowledge first. So again, as usual, as we're going through this and you get a download, an inspiring thought, please share it with us. We want to hear what the body has to say. It's important, okay? So make sure if you're on Zoom, you can just kind of jump in, uh, especially when we're saying, hey, what do you got? And then if you're on Facebook or YouTube, go ahead and comment, comment there. All right, so anybody have anything? All right, we'll go ahead and move forward. So we were looking at the role of priests throughout history. And the first thing was uh, taking care of the temple. They were servants, uh, ministry to God, and a go-between. So we're going to look at each one of these different uh, general roles. The first one, taking care of the temple. Well, that was back in that day. They were um, to take care of the tabernacle and then the temple with all kinds of different ways of doing that. But who is the temple today? We are the temple. And so it's significant that we care for our temple. Now, the second part was servants. They, you know, particularly in the tabernacle days, it was like, oh no, the cloud's moving. And so <laughs> we got to take down the tent. We got to put it back up. We got to carry the loads. And that was the role of the tabernacle priest. They also would clean the altars. And if, you know, we always see pictures, pristine, you know, nice, clean, but if you think about animals being sacrificed, you know, on a daily basis over and over and over again, that's a lot of blood, a lot of guts and a lot of gore. And so the, the priest were really servants to do some of the dirtiest work of cleaning all that up. Then there was keeping the lights burning, baking the bread. Um, and so as a priest uh, in this next age, are you willing to do whatever it takes and to be behind the scenes where nobody notices? And so that's just another hallmark of priests. Yeah. So again, stopping, want to hear what you have to say and your thoughts on anything so far as we're going through this. We're going to get to some other what I think is interesting thoughts that are coming up here. 
But anybody? Okay, we'll keep going then. The next category is ministry to God. And these were the Levites, and they operated in worship and prayer uh, during David's time, 24-7 around the clock. Someone was always worshiping and praising and just really ministering to the Lord. How does that look in this season, uh, in the next age? I'm not sure entirely what it looks like to minister to the Lord, but I think that's something that we explore. But it's part of that cycle of we were created to give and to receive. And that that includes with the Father, we receive his love and we return it. There's that giving and receiving, giving and receiving, giving and receiving cycle going on. So I don't know if you may be, you know, asking what are, what are we doing this for? Because the fact is the, the priesthood is something that's very important to a lot of people. And we're going to share here in a minute why, why we think that, you know, the priesthood has its place, as does a king, as does a son. But there, we can actually equate these and, and line them up with some of the other stuff that we've already taught before, which I think for me, makes a lot of sense as we're transitioning through and into the new. Uh, so I just want to share a few things real quick about the downloads that have been coming because the words that have been coming are, are so vital and so important right now. I think it was it was actually on 10-10-2020 that um, um, Nancy Cohen got a vision, yeah. and she's been sharing that with a lot of her groups, and it's pretty pretty powerful, but it's it's what we've been teaching and talking about. It's about unifying and coming together, and also the, about the fact that we are not understanding who we truly are, and that we need to really get to that place where we understand. Um, at the same time, on 10-10-2020, uh, I went through um, um, a transition myself with the tech stuff and just really, I told, I told Adina, I told several people, I don't remember what meeting we were having, but it's just like there was a shift. Uh, and, I, and I'm talking about not just a shift where, okay, I got through that, <laughs> but I even journaled the next day, um, or actually it was a couple of days later, but I journaled the fact that I had, had got some significant breakthrough yeah in the area of the tech work, but not just that, there were other things that were happening. I was, I was starting to get downloads. I'd found a place of peace and rest where I was actually able to start receiving downloads. And one of the downloads that I got, I can't really even explain it because what it was, you, you, I don't know if you've ever been so blessed, and I'm talking about so blessed that you're almost kind of sick to your stomach just because it's so overwhelming. And, and that's kind of what I got. Father downloaded just a package. It was like a package that he downloaded. I couldn't understand it, but the blessing and the power of it was so overwhelming that that's what I, I was feeling was just this this overwhelming blessedness. And yet the package is going to take weeks, months, if not years to unpack. Because Father's basically saying, not just to me, but to multiple people now that we've heard, all independent, which is, that's what's so crazy exciting that what's coming we cannot really even fathom it and what it's based around is our own identity that we are about to begin to understand who we are and it's so far above and beyond what we know now that we can't even we don't have a grid for it right now so i'm i'm super excited and all we know is that we're moving forward 
moving forward into what Father's doing. We've already stepped into the next stage. He is going to be downloading things to many of us. So I'm, I'm still going to keep asking the question tonight. Does anybody have anything? Because I'm curious if anyone else got some downloads. Uh, Lindy Strong, she got a download the same day I did on a very similar thing. So um, this is incredible. I'm really curious how many others have got similar downloads within the last, well, since 1010. Because that day, 10-10-2020, was the day right between where Sukkot ended and Simcat Torah began. I just find that very interesting that there would be this massive download of the Father's heart and his new conscious level that he's taking us to, that it would come right at the end of Feast of Tabernacles, where he is tabernacling with us. And just want to remind everyone, too, that this Saturday is our worldwide <laughs> ecclesia. Yeah. Uh, at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. And so we're really excited that, you know, there's more and more revelation it's... that is stirring in this season. And so I know it's going to be an awesome, awesome time together. I'm super excited. And you know what? Father's preparing the hearts of the people that are meant to be part of this. Yeah. And so um, we're not chasing anybody. If people want to be there, if they're drawn, if they're called, they'll, they'll come. They'll be there. And just want to encourage you, if, if you're feeling the pull, if you're feeling the call, you know, join us because we're, we're in this together. It's the body. It's not about us. It's not about you. It's not about any one person or one group. It's about the body. And, but we do need to come together because that, that was one of the major things that, um, that Father shared with me. And I just want to, sh you know, it's funny because I, I dog ear pages when it's really, really important. And it's like all the last few pages of the last few days are dog eared. <laughs> but um, um, this is just one of the things I, you know, that Father said. He said, acceptance of one another and the good that each of you carry will eventually, and I don't have my glasses on, will eventually uh, bring, uh, bring a bond that will unite my body in and on the earth for ultimate impact in all creation. But it, that, that key, it doesn't sound like much, but it is such a key that acceptance of one another and the good that is already in each of us, that that's what's going to take us and bring us to the bond that is needed for us to unite together for his ultimate impact. And I just, you know, that is just so important that we understand love is the key and we really got to learn how to love one another. And right now in the world of chaos, it seems near impossible. But I believe God's going to do something to really change that. So any comments, any, any questions? I do have something to share on that because on the morning of the 11th, the Lord just exploded Psalm 103.13 to me. It talks about it is a time to be gracious in Zion for her appointed time has come. And I felt so strongly it was related to the reset conference that I had been watching by Dr. Sheik because um, through several dreams, he had been told to go to Cape Henry where the first settlers from England came and they set their cross and they not only dedicated our country to God, but it was a root destiny because they um, said that our country would send the gospel to the whole world. And so um, Chuck Pierce and Dutch Sheets have been saying, this is our root destiny. And these dreams were telling Dutch to go back there 
and reconnect us in America with our destiny. And so um, that's what he did during the reset conference. He was sharing all about that and the dreams. And so God had specifically given them the dates, October 8th, 9th, and 10th. Oh, wow. This reset conference. So by the end of the conference on the 10th, it was reset. <laughs> and I felt the next day that God gave me that verse that it is time to be gracious to Zion. Her appointed time has come. That's good. That's good. Thank you, Don. So here's someone shares Ask yourself, why can't people accomplish acceptance to each other? It's a connection to self acceptance at the first place. Absolutely, we agree. Uh, Teresa said, several in our group, including me, received several strong, something strong about nature as we begin to close our mm. Ultimate Impact session on Monday night. So there's definitely things stirring, and probably different ones of us will feel different parts in the body. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, You know, I, I would uh, wholeheartedly agree. I mean, I, for me, I guess I, I've been having this sort of download, it feels like, for a couple weeks. And... Uh, and really realizing it was going to come just after at the end of uh, Sukkot it, as we moved into those, you know, uh, 9th, 10th, uh, 11th of October. So, you know, and I, I absolutely agree that as we were going through that time, that uh, there would be greater uh, awareness of who we truly are in him, the, a greater fullness of understanding that would begin to bring a unity and a fullness of what it means to walk in the fullness as uh, a son's royal priesthood, you know, whatever uh, words we want to put to that. So, you know, certainly I, I, I uh, as I'm listening to this, just an absolute affirmation of what I've been sensing for a while now. That's awesome. And Sandy Walker shares during the reset conference that Don just mentioned, Excuse me, with Dutch sheets, Chuck Pierce heard bones snapping into place like a chiropractor aligning someone's back. He felt this represented the ecclesia coming into alignment as one. You know, and that is so fascinating. Um, Ephesians 4, 11 and 12, I believe, where it talks about, um, help me out, I'm trying to remember, um, but it talks about the... Till we all come into the fullness. Yeah, till we all come into the fullness. No, actually, it's not it. I'm going to look it up because it's, it is powerful. Um, but go ahead and keep talking while I look this up real quick. <laughs> um, I, I'm not cognizant about time really very much, but I know it, this happened last week, so I don't know the date or anything. Um, and I, I was in a, an ascension and... I saw myself out in my garden, uh, just hands out, you know, standing up, just praising the Lord. But it was more than that. I was breathing in every cell of the earth and the sky and the air and all creation and breathing it, breathing it in and then breathing it out and feeling like my breath out had a, an extra power, you know, an extra thing that was um, giving nutrition or whatever, you know, to the creation. And so it was this beautiful, just flow. And I could feel that I was, I just felt that I was one with creation, one with God, and then one with everyone. Mm, and, yes. and ever since then, I've just been 
just <laughs> that's all I do now is go out there and just praise that praise God and just breathe it in and just and and totally enjoying and loving. I mean, it's, yes. it's been amazing. Yes, yes. So, and, and so I have felt that unity, you know, with everybody and, and with nature. Um, and that I'm a part that, you know, that we're a part of that, that we we need nature and nature needs us, right? I yes, mean, yes. Think about oxygen and um, carbon or, or whatever the other is, carbon monoxide, you know, we breathe in their oxygen. So uh, it was, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. The, um, symbionts of it all that's the, the giving and receiving <laughs> yeah. the giving and receiving yeah. we were talking about earlier right. so this is the verse um let's see i kind of put that up yeah ephesians 4 11 and 12 uh so christ himself gave the apostles the prophets the evangelists the pastors and teachers to equip that word equip is actually the the uh you could go back to hebrew or but go back to uh, uh the old testament and where um my my brain is not connecting the right people here, but um, uh, Elijah's the, the dry bones, Ezekiel. Ezekiel's dry bones. Um, that that story where it talks about the bones coming back into play, or the bones coming into the place, the sinew, you know, all that coming into a place. That it's an alignment, and this word to equip his people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up. That word equip is that same word alignment. And so it's when we understand that when we come into alignment with our purposes and with the purposes of God, then comes the breath of life, just as the breath came into the, the, the dry bones in the, you know, in the valley and they came to life. When we come into alignment with what Father's doing, he breathes on it. That's how that's that's kind of how I've always looked at things. It's like if there's life on it, you know, if it takes off then I believe that's what God's breathing on. That's what I'm going to go after. If I'm walking with him and that's what he's saying to do and there's life on it, that's where I see alignment. And, you know, that's what I run after. I look for that, that life. So that, that's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyone else? Okay. So uh, go ahead, Adina. So the final one is uh, as a go-between, a mediator, a ministry to or for the people. But this is meant to be only as long as needed. It's leading them to the one. And this is really key to understand. And I, I think as we move from one season uh, into the next, the role of priesthood, there's some things that stay the same and there's some things that change. It's one of those things where really caring for our temple um, really loving ourselves, that is that never changes. That's going to be continuing into this next time. That's part of loving yourself, Yeah, taking care of that. Um, being a servant, you know, Jesus was a servant and he will always be a servant. He's always our priest. He always makes intercession for us. That's what we can see. But I believe that there's, there's things that shift in that this priestly um, mediator that was needed, you know, in the biblical times is not what is needed today. And that's one of the biggest things that we're trying to see broken off is that we are all one. We don't have, you know, someone up here that's needing to be between yeah. us and God. So it's this moving into maturity where it's written in the prophets. They will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard the father and learned from him comes to me. 
And so it's that place where we're all being taught of the Lord. And that's why we love the conversation because we're yeah. not the only ones hearing from the Father. All of you are, and we need all of you together. I'm, I'm going to share this. Um, I've been hesitant to share it with anybody yet. But it was actually a download that came this morning. I was so excited. It's one of those. Th- this is going to sound crazy, but I, I was I was in the shower and and I was just getting download after download. And I like to write things down. And I was so desperate to write things down, I started writing it on the glass in the <laughs> steam. <laughs> but it was so powerful. Um, you know, I've always kind of been fascinated with Knights of the Round Table. I love, you know, that concept of everybody working together, one for all and all for one type mentality. And that really fits today as we're moving into what Father's doing, that we would be all for one and the one for all. Um, And so I was thinking of where things are going to be going. I don't know how things are going to shift altogether, but I do do know that some of what we're doing will begin to shift and the the term that the father gave me, I got to look it up and make sure I don't <laughs> don't don't say it wrong. But um, um, I thought I wrote it down here. Oh, would be called instead of knights of the round table would be sons of the one table. And that part of what would come out of that is I do see a table that we would invite more people to come sit around and whether they're sitting there virtually or whether they're sitting there in person that we would have open conversations and this could get really messy and could really offend a lot of people unfortunately if they're offendable but it's something that i believe needs to happen if we're going to begin to really understand one another and get stuff out in the open and have open conversations that we would you know there may be some rabbit holes that we go down but every rabbit hole that I've taken when I've been in a group of people who feel that they are one together is always building intimacy. And that is a key. If we're building intimacy, then we're going the right direction. Yes. So it's a big key. Any other thoughts? I would love to hear thoughts or comments or questions. And again, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, really encourage you to come on over to Zoom. Uh, the Zoom number is 246888. So there's three eights. And then seven 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 four sevens, two four six eight eight eight, seven 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 seven. Come join us on Zoom. We'd love to hear what See you have face to say. To face. <laughs> uh, anybody? Not yet. Nope. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and share my part. Of it. If anybody doesn't have, nobody has anything else to add. All right. So this is where Father was taking me when we were asked about the priesthood. You've heard us talk about this before. But this is so important. In our own personal development, when we come into this world, we come in as a baby and we are totally dependent on our parents for everything. As we begin to grow, we grow into a place of independence where, you know, sometimes in our teenage years, we're a little cocky and think we know everything and and we just want to do everything ourselves. Problem is, we don't, the human race seldom really moves outside of that independence completely. We tend to stay there. So even as mature adults, we're independent of one another. We're not, you know, we're looking out for ourselves. We're doing the best to get the best out of this world that we want versus moving to that place of interdependence where I realize, yes, I can do all things on my own. I can do everything myself, you know, in, in most cases. 
but I realize the value of working together with other people, with other groups, and I desire the collaboration. I desire to work with people because I understand the power of interdependence. That goes so far into understanding that Yeshua never did anything unless he saw his father do it. If his father wasn't doing it, he didn't do it. Did he have the power to do it? Yes, he had full power and authority to do whatever he wanted to do. He had that independence, but he chose to remain in that place of interdependence where he would not do anything unless he saw his father doing it. To me, father represents the one. Father is the one that we go to. That's why we have the third plumb line, ask the father. Because after everything, all your, your own ideas and thoughts have come out, rather than make a decision based on just that, go see what the Father's doing because he has the best in mind for all, for the one. And that's why it's so important that we have that interdependent relationship with one another and with the Father and all of heaven so that we're not just doing something on our own. You know, a hurricane may be coming our way and we're like, hey, I'm having a great day on the beach. I don't want the hurricane. Go away. And we send it off somewhere else where it does greater damage. So we need to understand that we've got to, you know, be careful in what we're doing and work in interdependence. It was really fun today in one of our um, encounter times, one of our groups, is that I became aware we were working on a, on a particular project mission for Father. And I was aware of another group that was also working in a different section. And when we got done with what we were doing, we were sending the people over to this second group. And it was just neat to see that it was like it wasn't just us. Yeah. That we needed them so that we could go on to the next place Father had for us to do. And so just recognizing that um, you know, humans as well as beings, angels, you know, we're all working together yeah. as yeah. one and it's exciting. So what I'm about to share next, I'm afraid could step on a lot of toes. So please just remember in this paradigm and in what we're teaching and sharing, it's not this or that, but it's this and that. And so what I'm going to share is just a thought process and um, please don't get offended by it. But when we look at the Old Testament and we see the progression in the Old Testament of God's people and God reaching out to Abraham, Abraham, I believe, is the only person in the Bible that, that God calls friend. And he's called friend because he has an intimacy and a relationship with him. Abraham sees himself as God's friend. You can't really have a friendship unless you have equality. So... If, if we had a slave-master relationship, one of us would never really feel that there's a true intimacy there. It's always on demand, you know. It's a slave-servant, you know, you know, mentality. But Abraham was counted as God by, as a friend. And so he had an intimate relationship with him. Now, you go several hundred years later, and Moses, I, I believe, you know, the people were offered an opportunity to engage with God with intimacy. But ultimately the people said, no, we do not want to be engaged with you. We are afraid. Fear. Fear took over. And because of fear, Moses became a mediator. And because Moses became the mediator, the people did not ever enter into a full relationship of intimacy with the father. Hence, out of that came the priesthood. 
the priesthood was simply the mediation point. And we can see later in other parts that the priesthood is actually trying to show and help us relate to God and connect to God. And so we even then in the New Testament are called a, a um, kingdom of priests or a, a king. Uh, I keep messing up the words, the term, but um, uh, a priest, uh, kings and priests or a kingdom of priests is, is what it says. in I think in the Revelation. So um, uh, you can translate that either way. But to understand that the best that the New Testament was even showing us at that time was that we would all become priests so that we don't need a go-between, but that we are the go-between and we have that connection to the Father. We don't want to get stuck there either. So we don't want to base our relationship to God on a system that was literally birthed out of fear. And we don't want to get stuck in what was better because, you know, the New Testament was better. It gave us Yeshua and brought us to a place where we could have a relationship with him. But we've never really, as a human race, as a body, been able to get to the place where we understand we are co-heirs, that we truly understand we are co-heirs. We are equal with Yeshua. In fact, he, was, he said that we would do greater things than he did. Jesus did not count it robbery to count, to count himself equal to God. And so even though we are not God, he is enticing us to consider ourselves equal to him so that we can have that intimate relationship. And it is so vital for us to understand this if we're going to move to the next level. So I, I hope that makes sense. Uh, anybody got any thoughts they want to add? Anybody on Facebook, I'm YouTube? I'm thinking of Christ in the church where when God made Eve, he made her face to face. When um, you had Paul Young on um, one of your programs, and he was talking yeah. about that. How Eve was made specifically to be face to face. Yes. Very good. good. Very good. So, this is what I want to look at here it's this dependence is basically a slave mentality. It's that slave-servant mentality. It doesn't, you know, a slave doesn't really know who they are. They don't have authority. Um, they can't have true intimacy with God when they're in that dependence area. Now you move into independence. This is the maturing son. So this is where we're all at right now. We're moving into this place of uh, depend or uh, independence and it's a maturing son, but we don't want to get stuck there. You know, a maturing son doesn't need someone else to do things for them. And we're just now beginning to understand, oh man, God, you wanted me to cast that demon out. Oh, you wanted me to move the mountain. You want you know, these things are stuff that we should have been operating in a long time ago. We're just now kind of catching on and getting to it. But uh, at the same time, I do not believe we've we've uh, faltered in God's plan in any way, shape, or form. But we're now in a place where we can begin to build a true relationship with Yahweh, with Yeshua, Holy Spirit, all of heaven, and one another. The oneness is coming. That's why I just love sons of the one table, that we come to the table together in maturity to begin having conversations 
that we were never allowed to have before and not getting bent out of shape because we start talking about something that the church said we could never talk about before or that the church said was completely wrong or that one particular church might have interpreted a scripture and so therefore we're totally unscriptural. No, there are a lot of different ways to look at scripture and we need to understand that uh, we need to be careful how we look at scripture. We need scripture and we need to be uh, very discerning when we look at scripture. But we also need not to regurgitate everything we've been told because there are definitely different ways of looking at things. And then so the next part is the interdependence where we are growing in responsibility. So we kind of go from, um, uh, you know, sonship to priesthood. You could kind of put those together. And then once you truly understand who you are, then you move into kingship. We, we, we go from... Um, I'm so excited I can't talk. Okay. We go from <laughs> intimacy and relationship, which, you know, that's kind of like the wilderness time with the father, in, you know, the Israelites had. But then when it came time to cross over into the promised land, okay, now we step into responsibility. We got to put our big boy pants on and start taking responsibility for things. So even in this movement, you know, I've seen, unfortunately, what I've seen a lot of is that a lot of people are moving over into this movement. They're having a grand old time and, and oh, it's fun, fun, fun. But there's not too many people stepping into the place of starting to take responsibility for building the kingdom that Father's calling forth right now. And it is something we need to begin really taking seriously. So. And again, this this doesn't mean that we, we're done with relationship. Oh, no, that's a foundation. Relationship and responsibility yeah. always go together. And so I believe there's aspects of priesthood that do continue on, that we do continue to operate in. Um, it's just that that aspect of the go-between is no longer necessary, which is awesome. All right. So thoughts, comments, questions. So uh, someone says, Ian said, priests, kings, legislators, and oracles all connected at one point, that point being Holy Spirit. Yes. Uh, divine entanglement. <laughs> like that. Teresa says, I totally agree that we need to do our part and we each have an important piece of the puzzle. Absolutely. Yes. That and and that's what I felt like. I felt like Father was saying in some of the downloads this week that if we don't catch that, if we don't get that, we're never going to be able to move to the next level. Now we will, because Father's moving us, you know, in ways that we don't even understand. He's going to do it for us if we don't figure out how to do it. But that we have to value one another and come together in unity and love in order for him to begin this, I believe it's a, a next level of consciousness of understanding who we are. Yeah. Anyone else? Don't be shy. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we're going we're gonna to take a small break just for those on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, going to share the promo for the conference that's coming up. Really hope you haven't um, missed that or you're not missing out there's still an early bird special going on so going to play that promo those of you on zoom we'll have a little chat here we go join the kingdom restoration age conference in november to practice stepping into the heavens with recognized leaders of the movement as we come into this next age and we see god's kingdom manifest on the earth the speakers for this conference 
are off the charts. Who are bringing what they feel is the most important thing for you to understand as we're stepping into this next age. It's gonna be different than anything you've seen before with much interaction, activation, and preparing you for what is ahead. So many different people from so many different backgrounds. Coming together to share one united voice. So relevant for the time we live in. It's gonna be interactive. The information that you guys are gonna get and that these speakers are bringing are important to them and then walk you through processes that will help you engage and actually do the things that they're talking about. In brand new ways and bigger ways in very complete and whole ways. This interactive online experience will give you actionable steps that you'll begin taking from day one of this multi-day practicum. Join us at the, the Kingdom Restoration Age online conference as we learn together how to bring the kingdom into the earth. Don't miss out. Okay, we're back. And uh, so the Zoomers, we got to have some behind the scenes chat while we were going on. And uh, Don had asked something about what about the order of Melchizedek? Is that so my take on that and it's just what I feel like father was downloading to me. Abraham was a friend of God. Abraham knew God and had an intimate relationship with him. Melchizedek, I believe, was in the same position. He most likely had a very strong relationship with the father as a priest. And because as a priest of God, that he was showing people and teaching people who they were. That's nothing in scripture would support this. It's just my, my personal download. But but that because he was uh, such a person, I believe that's one of the reasons. I mean, Scripture gives other reasons, but I believe that's one of the reasons that Abraham was so eager to sow into Melchizedek because Melchizedek was showing people who they were so that they too could develop an intimate relationship with God. And I would say that the, the order of Melchizedek really represents the fullness of king and priest. I think that's the first time possibly that those two are together. And that would represent that learning to flow in, in, in interdependence. And so our first demonstration of that, whereas the Levitical priesthood only showed, you know, the one side of that priesthood. Yeah. So that's good. Good. Um, so someone says, I remember having this interdependent revelation pre-baptism in Holy Spirit, hmm. but wasn't able to activate until the Holy Spirit baptized me. Now I understand that that was just the beginning. Yeah. And good. then uh, Chad shares, we are all, we are all God as in facets of God. The word of God is plural. One, one, one. <laughs> yes. Love that. And Karen says the mediation I've heard for the priesthood isn't mediation for others, but between us as an individual and the father one on one going back and forth in conversation. Yes, that's good. I'd call that the minist ministering to, Minister the to the Father. Father. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else? Comments, questions? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be bold to say, I think we are Melchizedek. That we yes. are. <laughs> that we are, that we're all it all. And that yeah. we, we function in it all. And we have, as we said, we all have our own, our roles, but. Yeah. That's good. Well, and that, and I, I think that goes along with, again, if we remember and begin to fathom the fact that I am in Christ, Christ is in me, 
Christ is in the Father. You are in Christ. Christ is in you. Because Christ is in the Father, you are also in the Father. Um, kind of just brings out that question, well, where are you then? Well, you are, where's the Father? Father is everywhere. And I think that's actually how we, uh, I, I think that is a key in understanding how to bilocate or trilocate or multiple locate. <laughs> because he is everywhere. And if we're in him, we are everywhere with him. And so it's becoming aware of that and being able to manifest it in and through him. So I think it's a good time to shift our focus. Probably is. Uh, this teaching went a little bit longer. Hope that wasn't um, a negative. <laughs> <laughs> but we do want to engage. So I'm going to assume you're ready since there's haven't been too many questions or comments. All right. Let's, let's go ahead and engage. So, Father, we just... I know many of us are super excited because of the downloads that you've been giving. And um, I feel like the Father's even saying right now that for those of you who haven't received downloads, number one, rest. Stop striving and fighting to try to get a download and rest. And when you rest, just fall back into his arms. Step back, step back, step back until you fall into his lap, into his heart, to his, to his arms, and just rest there. And let him download to you. And it may just be one word, but if you understand the power of that one word, it can change lives. So just begin to share what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're getting, perceiving. And I encourage everyone to share it. I'm just seeing here in front of the, the throne a deep, deep, deep pool. And the invitation is to dive deep. Hmm. Deep is calling to deep. Wow. I can't really describe or I don't understand it, I guess, but I see people diving into this pool and it's, it's endless, it's limitless in depth. But people are diving into it, and I just see them swirling around in in the deep waters. And I'm just seeing, even in the very, very depths, you know, keep going deeper, keep going deeper. But I'm seeing in in the sand or in the rocks down below, there's um, gems and pearls. There's scrolls. And so those of you who have been wanting that download, you know, uh, as you just dive deep in his love, in his goodness, in his rest, hmm. um, there's fresh revelation for you. So I encourage you to reach out and take what Father has given because it's not just for you, um, but it's for the world. It's for the cosmos. Hmm. Those of you are, who are hearing this and listening, this may sound like something 
overwhelming, but you're at the beginning of what Father's doing to change the world. Yes. And he has a place for you. He's called you for a purpose and that you would not think less of yourself in any way, shape, or form because that's just a lie of the enemy, but that you would understand your power, your authority, and that Father's calling you to this for the purpose of changing the world and that together we can and we will change the world as Father works through us as his body to do just that. Just seeing like the old phrase, you know, we're world changers and, you know, the rah, 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 let's go win souls for Christ. Um, Father is really wanting to reframe that completely in this next age. And it's not going out in the typical evangelism form at all, but it's what we're doing right now. Um, receiving things from the heavenly realm, bringing it into the earth. Um, declarations, living a life, um, being the light of the world, all of these things are about being a world changer hmm. where we hmm. are being part of the puzzle for the ultimate impact yeah. when we first started this i saw that one new man it was like um where the spine was all being aligned and so now he was flexing his muscles showing off his strength huh. and 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 god is just saying it, we are strong we are strong. Hmm. Amen. Love that. I, I love this from Jackie. She says, I see Jesus passing out drinks to those sitting by the edge of the water. And that is so good <laughs> because, you know, whether we dive deep or not, um, you know, Father has the same compassion and wants mm -hmm. to minister and wants to bring things to us, hmm. even on the edge of the water. Hmm. I see the building, it looks like, um, the understanding I have is like, it's like it's the old temple where the, you have the shoe bread, you have the Ark of the Covenant. But I saw that the Father, like, imprinting it in us. And I just saw like flashlight. So the it became part of our body and it's like it, when we were like in a line so if each person comes the the words they are like flashlight if the word had become one with our flesh so it's no longer something you go to the building it's like you we are like they, they, they are like like hebrew living letters they are words all over it's like it, it's imprinted inside of us. That's good. Yeah, thank, thank you, Cindy. Cindy. Uh, Jackie goes on to say, I believe it's a special drink for those not ready to jump in the water. Hmm. Yes, we agree. <laughs> and then Mary Ann says, I saw us causing sunken ships to take a float again. Hmm. Hmm. That's really good. Really good. to see us bringing up things from the depths. Hmm. 
Father, what else do you have for us tonight? Uh, he's reminded me that last Wednesday, the word was seven to ten days of rest and building relationships. So this is the seventh day. So for some, the, the time frame may be over. For others, there may be another three or four days. But just remembering that this is the preparation time. And after this, I think Father wants to get very serious about engaging to affect the world with the elections coming up and other things coming up his ecclesia needs to be engaged so I encourage you to spread the word share the word um, hmm, we're actually not sure what we're doing for the next three Wednesdays are we no. So just to encourage you, if you want to share what you have brought up from the depths, mm -hmm. again, it's not just for us. You might share some of that with the people who are on the edge of the water. Um, these might be things that you bring into the earth realm to activate. So someone shares, we must step through the living oracles into the true meaning of understanding before the Father. In this, we become living words of Yahweh here on earth. Yes. I brought up a, an anchor from the depths and uh, brought it up to the surface, and then it went up and got anchored in the cosmos. Wow. Hmm. Wow, wow, wow. So I'm getting the word wait. <laughs> the Father has a lot more that he wants to release, but he's waiting. But I don't believe he's waiting long. I think it's literally just a few short days. But I put the call out and I declare and I decree that all those who the Father is calling to be involved in ecclesias in order to engage the spirits behind everything that's going on in the world right now that they would come forth and that there would be a joining together in order to move forward to defeat the darkness that is behind all the chaos in the world right now. Yes, we agree. Dale says, I have to say that I physically felt Gil's breath as he blew out. It is still churning hmm. in my stomach. Wow. Hmm. When you mentioned the darkness, I was, I've been thinking about, God spoke to me the other day about giving me the treasures of darkness. Yeah. And mm. all of this chaos that we are seeing, there's a treasure there that God's going to give us. Mm. It's good, it's good. 
Sandy says, I saw all the parts coming together into one body, and it looked like the new Adam. I saw Adam being given the command to take care of the earth and creation, to have dominion over it like a king. We together are that new Adam as mm. one. So share, share your vision that you had, because I think that's really fitting right now, and it's really, really powerful. So probably about a year ago, um, I had an encounter that it mm -hmm. felt like it was at the very end of the end, where every knee was bowing and every tongue was confessing mm -hmm. Yeshua as Lord. It, it was just the most amazing thing. And then it was like everybody began to come together and mm -hmm. literally form a mm -hmm. one new man, mm -hmm. a new Adam. And I understood that this was a brand new creation, hmm. that it contained all of our memories and experiences, everything hmm. that we had done individually, but now it was one and starting a whole new era. Um, and so that's very similar to what Sandy shared. That is powerful. Very Jennifer says, I have bags of jewels gathered to distribute to others and a large scroll. Mm. That is awesome. Mm. So good. And uh, Created Me a Love says, we dive into the water mm. and lift living bread to the surface for others. Wow. Mm. Mm. Huh. For those who have the drink, yeah, and they would also have the bread. Says the people who cast their bread on the water mm. will get their return <coughs> from Yahweh. Mm. Yes, mm. that's mm. beautiful. Mm. I can't tell you how excited I am for what's to come. And I just would pray that each and every one of you would take the time to meditate, to receive from Yahweh what he's about to do. And this could be days, weeks, months, years, I don't know. But I suspect it's weeks and months. And that if we are prepared to receive it, the receiving comes in the response that we respond well to the things that are coming. They may not be pleasant, or they may be, but if they're not pleasant, they especially learn to respond well and understand that Father's doing something and we need to be asking Him, how do we respond? Uh, if we are, go out on our own thinking that we know best in an independent way, we're likely to be fighting against Him. But if we ask Him, then we'll be operating in interdependence and kingship and operating with him, co-creators in what he's doing. All right, any final thoughts or words before we wrap it up? You can always keep going or you can go back and engage with Father, ask him questions, ask him, ask him for deliverance, for clarity, for understanding, for discernment of the words that he's already given. Hmm. So Ken says, I brought up a large leather-wrapped scroll, and I'm handing mm. it to Gil. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> we received that. Thank you. That is awesome. I, I, you know, I've written some things in my journal of what he's been doing, and this last week has just been off the chart. It's it's brought a whole new level of excitement into what he's doing and where we're going and what's going on. So thank you for that scroll. I believe it fits right in. It does. It mm -hmm. does. Yeah. Yeah. 
Singapore. Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome time. Um, it is seriously an awesome, awesome time. Um, we're not exactly sure how things are going to operate next week. We're going to be on the road. So, um, I'll share one more. Jackie okay. says, a lost message in a bottle. It says to all those who feel lost, you are not. That's very good. Thank you, Jackie. That is truth. Yes, <laughs> good. I have one, if that's okay. Yes, go ahead. Hi, um, I'm Gina. I'm out yes. in New Hi, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> I pop in on Sundays a lot of times. I'm so grateful you guys are doing this. I can't even oh. Oh, We're glad that you're here. <laughs> um, so when we started, when we went towards the pool, my first thought was I was looking away from it, and I was looking out what looked like a doorway out into this huge field, and I just wanted to run out there. <laughs> but then I heard father say to me, now I need you to turn around and look over here. So I turned around and I looked and I went, ooh, okay. So I saw the edge of the pool and I was kind of just watching and observing and seeing what was going on over there. And he, a big hand came out and handed me a scroll. And on the scroll, it said New Jersey, because that's where I live. Hmm, and hmm. we really need prayer here. <laughs> that's all I can uh, say. <laughs> so yeah. he's doing something major in this region. But on the outside of the scroll, scroll, it said new paradigm. And I'm like, okay. And then I said, well, what does that mean? And he said, we are one. And I said, okay. Yeah. So then I was watching people jump in and I thought, oh, I want to go in there and see what's at the bottom of that pool because I see stuff glinting at me. So I dove down deep and I asked my angel, hey, do you have a bag? And she said, no, you have a bag on your arm. Did you look? And I said, oh, I do. So <laughs> I started scooping. Um, I scooped up Biwa pearls, the big, big colored ones. One was pink, one was gold, one was gray. Um, there was an emerald necklace, a golden orb, probably about that big. Wow. Mm. wow. I put everything in my bag. And then when I came back up, Jesus helped me out of the water. And I said, oh, wow. He says, wow, what did you get? And I said, well, I have all these things. I said, look at all these pretty things. I was all excited, you know, like a little kid. And I said, well, what do I do with them? He said, they're to trade for the new paradigm for New Jersey. Wow. Said, okay. Come on. Wow, wow. Come on. So <laughs> I don't know what to do with this, but I'm just going to spend some time with Papa and ask well, him. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing we want to encourage you is don't just be, oh, okay, we, we're done. Let's go on. But what you received is meant to be taken into the earth or to trade. However, you know, Father is meaning to, but it's to change this world. And it's exciting. <laughs> just the coolest thing ever. It really is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This, this is absolutely an extremely exciting time. And, yeah. um, Hey, we're coming up to the elections. I'm more excited now than I ever have been. <laughs> Father's doing something. I don't know what exactly, but uh, he is bringing out his consciousness, of, you know, to a new level of who we are in him. Yes. And we just need to be open to receive it. Yeah. I prayed for rapid maturation in Christ, and this is what he brought me. So here I am. Come on. That's awesome. That's so good. 
All right. Well, thank you, each and every one of you. If you've got more to share, obviously, you can put it in the comments and the um, chat sections of YouTube and, and Facebook. Um, and to the Zoomers, all of you, thank you very much for being on here. We really, really appreciate the live face-to-face -face interaction. Um, to see and, our family from around the world. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll be uh, we'll we'll have to figure out what we're going to do next Wednesday. I think we'll be able to. I think I have a plan. Uh oh. So. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Love you all. Blessings. Bless you. Take care. See you next time. Have a good night. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at Kingdom Talks Media. Com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.